Super friends, sit down. Welcome to Spooky Friends, sit down. Because this is our first episode filmed in October. Because this October. is true. Yes, this is the first actual October episode. The we first filmed. October filmed episode. As the... you might be able to tell, viewers, by the spooky lighting, the presence yeah. of shadows, our spooky candle, additional limbs. <laughs> No, isn't this great? <laughs> Wait, come here. Let me you just. Son of a bitch. Oh. oh <laughs> to uh, to our radio listeners, first and foremost, are those two right hands? They are. Hold two. on. He has. Uh, I'm sure you've seen online um, miniature hands. Um. <laughs> oh my God! How many are there? One for each finger. Uh, and there's okay. well, there's five fair. right and five left. I guess that's fair. Um, so yeah, I'm sure you've seen on the internet. There's a uh, little tiny hands that. Ooh, okay. He uh, decided to caress my hands with. So. It's not, oh, <laughs> not all I'm gonna caress with these. It's it's only so, so long before those end up in a butt. Um. Intro to fisting. <laughs> If only these were like malleable, like malleable. Freeze them. Just. He's gonna. Oop! There it is. Just gonna flip you off. Yep. So before we get into our um our first October episode and our first, well I guess technically second spooky season Te- theme. Yeah, s- second and third. Um, if you're keeping track or paying attention. Sure. How was uh? We'll we'll be brief on this just because I know we have a lot to talk about. How was your week? My week was interesting because I got on the turnpike and somebody was at a dead stop and then started reversing and they almost went right up into me. I'm pretty sure you told the story last week. Mm, Did I? Yeah. It's still fresh in my head because people keep doing things on the turnpike where they're stopping. Because I think we were talking about my stupid commute here and then you were talking about, because you were going to the gym and you were running a little late, right? No, that was different. Oh, it's a difference. Totally, this was totally. This happened like a few days ago. Oh. I was getting on the turnpike north to go to Staten Island. Okay, because I, I and a person was dead stopped on the entrance to the turnpike, okay. and then started to reverse at a fast speed, and literally, I slammed on my brakes. Everything in my car flew forward. Everything on them. I don't know what happened to them. It's very deja vu because that that same thing happened where you came to like a skidding halt and shit flew forward, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. That, well, listen, wow, is... people in New Jersey need to learn how to drive. Two for two. Because, well, and then, you know what happened today? What happened today? I was getting onto the turnpike. Onto the turnpike. Some guy got fucking smacked off his motorcycle. Oh, fuck. Yeah. And there, like, there was cops. The two cars had pulled over. The guy, like, shit's getting weird. Mercury's in Jeez. retrograde still, and I'm just not here for it. And I still don't know what that means. Um, shit's getting real. That's shit's getting real. Sure. Coronavirus! Um, <laughs> uh, I... Can't say I had a really interesting week. I had a, a good weekend, I should say, because 
Tell me about your week while I try to open this can of seltzer to, with uh, a little hand. To, <laughs> to all of our uh, just to all of our just listeners, he's using the aforementioned little. Uh, previously mentioned little hands to try and open the seltzer, which the sound you hear was not successful as he used his regular fingers. <laughs> so uncomfortable to watch it's it's like watching him try to open a can with with ziti um ziti yeah uh i mean the week itself um it's very very uneventful boring not a lot happened honestly uh the weekend however was was great um saturday we went over to um to jay's apartment and celebrated his birthday from uh dave and jay versus the world i did i suppose yeah yes you did uh i met dave Finally, finally met Dave. Um, and I'm scared for the day I actually meet him. His, well, his, his our first, Instagram DMs are his first words to me. We well, actually even asked me. He's like, "Who sent me the pukey face?" I was like, "That was Ben." Um, I I had met him, and his first words to me as I entered the kitchen were, "Oh my God, you are a much bigger person than I expected to be." Like you're you're a much be bigger like person sometimes. than I expected to be. I was like, hey, "Thank you. I'm flattered. Thank you, Dave." Um, I will say the other day when I saw you and, you and you were in your work shoes and you were like six two and you were like towering over me, I was like, "Daddy." <laughs> yeah, my work shoes um, are, are so ugly. Or, yeah, they're disgusting. Uh, they're very clunky and borderline like orthopedic. I would yeah. say. Yeah, I would agree with, with you on the, that. With like the Air Max like uh, bubble thing. It, on the it gives you about four inches of height. It's really dumb, honestly, uh, viewers and listeners. My work shoes. If you ever see me uh, and I'm wearing them, I. Can you clap at this, please? <laughs> I'll give you a round of applause. Oh, I feel like a girl who just got a curl. Can you can you hit me with a Mr. Burns now too? <laughs> but um, yeah, best ten dollars I ever spent on Amazon. <laughs> um, and actually, when I got to Jay's, uh, the first thing I did was uh, I said happy birthday. Okay. And I hit him with his own commercial, and I presented him with a rain energy. <laughs> Oh, did you really? I was like, here you go, Jay. Happy birthday. Here's a rain energy fortified with BCAAs and sort of all sorts of caffeine and shit. And he actually just like cracked it and drank it right there. It was like six in the afternoon. And that's those a lo- don't do anything to me. That's a lot of caffeine for that time of night. What is it? 300 milligrams? It's 300 milligrams. Chump change. Yeah. But um, afterwards, Sunday was a honestly pretty remarkably good day. First off, it was beautiful out. Uh, I took a aerial like yoga slash fitness class. And uh, I got my ass kicked, and it was kind of awesome. And I, uh, it, they're very fun those classes. I, I had a really good time, and the instructors were very very nice. Um, if anybody's interested in doing that, it's uh, Air A I R uh, Aerial Fitness in New Providence, which is about like, <laughs> like sorry, 30, I feel like, like Freddy uh, Krueger. 30, 30 to forty minutes from depending on where we're at. And uh, it was a great time. I genuinely felt bad for the staff having to clean up and touch. Uh, my equipment that I used. Um, there was one point in time where, uh, to anyone who's familiar with a, what a side plank is, I put my feet up in the silks, and as I turned my body, it was as if a small cup of water came out of my mask. Ew. And I'm so happy, <laughs> so happy that music was playing because I Did heard there have been like a sound. Did I it? heard it, and at that point <clears throat> I was just like, oh fuck, oh shit, oh fuck, oh shit, oh god, oh god, oh god. <laughs> Oh shit! They saw me. Yeah, but um, yeah, that was really awesome. And then uh, we had a housewarming for Pete. Oh. Uh, that was really cool. It was great to like 
have all the friends together for a little bit. We were missing a few people. Um, and the crowning moment, I think, for me was that I successfully played with and held a baby for the first time Gross. without it crying hysterically okay. right off the bat. Good for you. I fucking did it. It took 30 years, but you know what? I made it happen, and it, it, it felt really good. Do you instantly want a child now? I've I've never not wanted to be a dad. But that moment, um, made, that moment made it, like, really, like... That solidified it? I, I wouldn't say it solidified it, but, it, like, it definitely kind of, like, put things into perspective for me that, like, I kind of want to be what I never got. Okay. So. That's fair. Right? Yeah. I guess that's usually what, like, you do when you have a kid, is you're like, I'm going to do the things my parents never did for me. Yeah. I mean, that whole mindset kind of made me, kind of molded my personality to be who I am. Because if you if you meet me and then meet my dad, you'd be like, "How the fuck did you come from that guy?" Because you're your mother. Yeah. Oh, Susie. Yeah, I, I'm 110 percent my mother's personality and uh, and face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I I took maybe the only thing I think I took from my dad is hair, because mm. he he also has like the dense spongy hair. Which I mean, I'm hoping um, knock on whatever wood nearby um that sure (laughs) that uh i maintain my my hairline until i die which one can uh, only dream yeah right that's the goal in life as a man yeah just make it make it past 45 without balding dude make it past 35 (laughs) um it's fucking stress levels these days uh on top of that beer yeah i mean well to kind of hone in the spooky season i have a uh, I'm not a huge pumpkin person, but I, I figured for <gasps> I figured for the first October episode I would go a little themed. This is a Southern Tier Pumpkin. It's made Pumpkin. Pumpkin. Okay. Puns. Yeah. And uh, it's made with cold brew coffee. It's a little chocolate. It's got some seasonal spices. And, so pumpkin. Uh, yeah, and it's also a little cinnamon and nutmeg. Eight, it's like eight point six percent, so it'll uh, do some damage to you if you uh, aren't careful. But just chug it. Over, over no, overall, in terms it of says pumpkin, vintage twenty twenty. What does that mean, vintage? I don't know, man. I don't understand how beer works like that. I don't understand what vintage is anymore because vintage used to mean a thing, but now it's like I bought this thing ten minutes ago and it was made fifteen weeks ago. <laughs> do people actually do that? I don't know. Probably. Influencer culture needs to be stopped. Yeah. I mean, go to your local Urban Outfitters and <sighs> buy buy a new pair of fucking dungarees. And then, I, yeah, I chose dungarees. And then sand them down. And they're like, oh, yeah, vintage. Dungarees. I fucking no. Said it. I mean, I don't mind the, like, dungaree reference. It's very um, educated of you to say something so unusual. Pants. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Um, However... No, if you if you sand them down, you don't make. They're not vintage now. They're distressed, and I am distressed at people making vintage remarks when things aren't actually old. And I learned something. All what right. did you learn? I didn't know that if you sand things down, it becomes distressed. Well, like gene wise, you've never heard of distressed genes. No. Well, you, you do wear pretty basic denim. I I have heard of it, but I never knew what it meant. And I, I wear jeans that are jeans. Yeah. I do prefer a uh, athletic fit jean 
Okay. Give them a good old squat test and uh, make sure they don't burst the seams. So far, I've done pretty well. When you find a pair of pants that fit your ass, how much do you have to get them tailored so that way they are not swimming in your calves? Um. So far, only like super. <laughs> You've pants. actually had to get them tailored. Oh my god. I mean, not for calves, I... <laughs> but for like, for like a good fitted like look. But it's funny because like I I have a pair of like I have a couple pairs of like chinos. Okay. That I wear um either to work or casually sometimes, and it's it's like. They're very form-fitting. Right. And it's so hilarious watching just my legs go like... <laughs> it's, it's like holding a triangular lollipop. <laughs> Why? <laughs> well, like an upside-down triangle. Oh, my God. Like, like... Yeah, I know. Like that. Which is... So bad. <laughs> It's a horrible visual. That's you and a pair of chinos is an upside down triangle on a stick. I actually think I pulled them off pretty well. Okay. Thanks. Listen, let your chino flag fly. Ain't nobody gonna stop you. Damn right. Anyway, before we continue with talking about pants, um, today's topic. Spooky. One, one thing that Vince and I hold dear and true to our spooky t- heart titties um the eyes and the nipples of the face <laughs> if you're watching this i'm wearing a scream shirt and the eyeballs of drew barrymore sync up with my nipples perfectly and not only that too but we found it super fitting that for today's topic we have a episode 13 Ooh. which classic homage to the, the spooky vintage movie friday the 13th that would be considered a vintage movie, yes. I know. I, I would call that a classic. I, I planned on using that correctly. And I'm Very happy, proud of and you. I'm happy I succeeded. Now, how do you feel? Okay. Since we're on the topic of vintage and classics. Yes. How do you feel about remakes? Let me tell you something about remakes. Tell me something I about actually remakes. thought about this, too, earlier in the day, and I'm glad you brought it up. I sometimes like a remake. There are some remakes not terrible. Mm. Lately, remakes have been horrible. The horror of how horrible they are. That's the scary part. Ooh. Hashtag the horror. Now, one remake that I am excited for that still has not come out is the Candyman remake with Jordan Peele. Now, now is, is that, that another it's, in production? Did they oh, it's done. It, it's done. Did it have a release date? No. Oh. That's okay. the thing. It was supposed to come out, but then quarantine happened. Uh, now, okay, it. it's weird because... It's been so long since the original franchise that it would be considered a remake. Mm-hmm. However, I do think it's considered a sequel in Jordan Peele's mind oh. because it's supposed to like it, it touches on the original story and like the continuation. And that's another thing is um, speaking of remakes, a lot of people think the Craft Legacy just came out with a preview this week, right? And that is it's a continuation, right? It's a continuation because it, it because it references the, the first movie, right? And I don't know if that's necessarily, like, what's going to make it a sequel is to reference... Because you can reference the original in a remake. However, what's so weird about it is people are, are arguing whether it's a remake or a sequel because a lot of iconic moments from the first movie, they're trying to duplicate in this movie. Oh. So, that's like, kinda, Light as a Feather, Stiff as a Board scene they're redoing. That's kind of uh, lazy. We are the weirdos, mister. Well, you know what it is? is, it is they're trying to appeal to the people who love the movie mm. and who love the things in the movie. Did they also do um, uh, witches? 
Is that a remake or is that that just came out the preview for Witches? Anne Hathaway is in that. Is that is that a remake or is that yes. a sequel? It's a remake. It's a remake. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's a remake. The first one with Angelica Houston is untouchable, but Anne Hathaway. You can't count her out. Can't count Anne Hathaway out, and my favorite, Octavia Spencer's in it, so I'm gonna have to watch it. Do you remember? Anyway, speaking uh, of scary <laughs> movies, ma, 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 yeah. psychological throw rise. <laughs> It, it it was it was it was a journey. It was definitely better than I expected, Ma. Um, yes. Now, my favorite genre of horror, as tired as it might be, is I, I love a good zombie movie. Okay, I love a good zombie movie. However, right. however, it, it is genuinely. I feel like it's genuinely hard to make a scary movie these mm-hmm. days. I feel like the last movie that actually kind of caught me off guard or scared me. Or, like, really made me think in general. Um, Hereditary. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, that made me think about how I'm so good at wasting my time. Um, there was a few series of movies that actually, like, really reeled me in and made me think and made me, like, just super drawn in. And that is the Conjuring Annabelle series. I okay. Those, I thought those were very well done. I also very The Conjuring much, and the Annabelle series? They tied in. They're... Okay, I so it's like the Marvel thing. Yeah, they tied Okay, but scary. Gotcha. Um, then there was, um, I don't know if you ever saw the Insidious movies. Never caught my attention. I actually really enjoyed them a lot. Hmm. Um, the, the last one was a little ick, but the, fir- the first one was great. I thought two and three were pretty good. And then, uh, I don't know if they're as well known. I could obviously be wrong. Uh, the Sinister movies. Okay. Sinister was uh, Ethan Hawke, I believe. And... It was just pretty fucked up. And um, quick, re- quick, uh, quick rewind. Remakes. Word vomit. Remakes. I don't. Did you see the remake of Pet Cemetery? I. You know what? I sure did. I hated it. Here's the problem. I hated it. <laughs> All of these movies that were made were so good, and they're like, ooh, you know what? None of us can come up with an original fucking thought. Let's just remake something that was good and make a quick buck. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's unfortunate. It wasn't terrible, but it just... One thing about remakes that remakes have to understand is you're never gonna hit the original and, like, throw them out of the water. The original will always be better. Yeah. Sidney Prescott said it in Scream 4. Don't fuck with the original. Which, Scream 5 is in production. 2022, you better get ready for it. I find it so almost ironic that... Don't you think? Scream 4... The fourth installment. Mm-hmm. Don't fuck with the original. Yeah. I find that great. Well, because here's a little brief history. As somebody who loves the movie franchise Scream, as a Wes Craven fanatic myself, the original Scream movies were written as a trilogy. So one, two, and three were all written out. Sorry, I just thought something fun. So then when they did Scream 4, it was them talking about like it was it was sort of like the we know we're talking about this in the movie mm-hmm. that it's very meta where they know what's going on they're trying to duplicate and and, and do like a copycat screams four five and six were all written together too it was written as a second trilogy so that's why it's like the remake thing wait there's a there's a five and six well scream five is in production right now it has a release date in 2022 right and then scream six will probably follow interesting Okay. However, it's been like 10 years since Scream 4. That's it? I thought it would take a bit longer. No, yeah, I can't. It's, Interesting. It's been 
over now, 20 years since. Now, let me yeah. Yeah. ask you. Ooh. Aside from Hereditary, <clears throat> what horror movie let you down the most? Ooh. I have to ask. Bitch, let me tell you. What horror movie let me down the most was the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. That because, was the uh, most recent, right? Uh, like within the last five years, I think it was. Uh, it actually came out ten years ago. Really? On Nightmare on Elm Street? Yeah, the remake. I was in, I was still in high school. 2010. Yes, that's a plane. The plane! It's weird. I hear I heard through the headphones, but not through the... Anyway. Strange. Moving forward. Stranger um, things have happened. I hated it because it had such promise, and they could have made it so good, but they didn't. Mm. And the one cool thing that they had was, you know, obviously in, in the Nightmare on Elm Street, you know, you go to sleep, you're going to die. Freddy's going to haunt you. And so the, the phrase is like, oh, stay awake, stay awake, never sleep again. Mm-hmm. And in the remake, the cool thing that they did is after you reach a certain point of exhaustion, your brain needs to dream. So then you start dreaming in reality. And that gives Freddy like a chance to like kind of in the real world. Oh. Super cool concept. Horribly executed. Got it. It was absolutely wretched and it let me down so much because i'm such a huge fan of the original franchise yeah i mean it's a classic franchise absolutely um now, what is your so least i have favorite re- i have one okay and then i have a mild tangent to go off of so my most hated most disappointed horror slash thriller movie the happening never even saw that don't, they did a remake don't remake didn't you say it was a remake? The Happening? Uh, you asked me what my what my horror remake that let me down was, didn't you? No, like what horror movie in general? Oh, uh, yeah, that one let me down. It's still a remake. Yeah. But it was horrible. But The Happening. So it's an what M. Night Shyamalan movie. Oh, okay. So it's Mark Wahlberg. No oh, is this the one with the fog thing? It, uh, it, it's I in the air? Yeah. It's it's literally Stupid. like like it just kind of happens. And everyone starts dying, and everyone, like, either, like, they try to kill themselves, or they just die, or whatever, and they're running, they're running, they're running, they're trying to escape, and they're trying to escape, and eventually, at the very end of the movie, I'm just gonna ruin it for everybody, because just let me save your time. It's him, and I forget who the other person was, but they're in two separate, like, little cabins, just looking at each other, like, this is it. This is the end. We might as well just accept it. And they both walk out at the same time, and walk slowly towards each other. Nothing happens. And that's the end. Touches a little too close to home on, you, on COVID. <laughs> Just things in the air. People are dying. Uh, you have all been saved at least 90 minutes. You're welcome. Um, I hope you spend that time productively. And uh, if spend I could Spend that just, 90 minutes watching us. Yeah. <laughs> if, I, uh, if I could go on like a little mi- uh, a mild tangent right now is uh, one gripe I have is with BuzzFeed. Because every fucking year. Oh, BuzzFeed. It's every year. This new movie coming out will leave you pissing your pants and shitting your bed. And no, no, it doesn't. Do you remember that Spanish movie, Veronica, that came out? No. Yeah, it was not good. Veronica? Who was in it? It was it was a foreign movie, so like no one I can name. Huh. It was also subtitled, but it was supposed to be like the scariest movie. Like, your viewers can't even get through without turning it off. No. no they, yes, I'm they can. more scared of the voice you're doing yes, right they now, can. actually. You should be. You should be, honestly. It, it, like, it had like maybe a few moments, but it was just like... And it's, it's not even the subtitle thing. Like it's it's just the fact that it wasn't it wasn't like gripping. It didn't pull you in and like really make you 
like involved. Gotcha. If I could, however, credit um, foreign movies, there is when I mentioned zombie movies before, Train to Busan. I heard, yeah, I've heard very hands, good things about hands that. Hands down, the best new age zombie movie I have ever seen. Like on on par with like the original like Day of the Dead, Dawn of the Dead, like on par. Zombie movies that. are so tricky because they teeter on the borderline of scary and then like tacky. It's know. such a fine line. I feel like this one they did it right. Okay. They they made it like a you true know what zombie movie story did, of did survival. Right? What's that? You want a zombie movie didn't do it right? <laughs> oh my god! Why can't I think of the name of it now? Um, House of the Dead. Remember they turned the video game into a movie. I do remember that, but I didn't see it. Oh, I remember I knew, seeing it. I knew it. it was going to be bad. I remember seeing it in theaters and thinking, like, oh, they tried to make this girl go from, like, a club party girl into, like, the video game, like, hero. Yeah. Because they gave her the, like, wife beater, and then it got ripped, and then, like, the bosoms were out. The bosoms. The bosoms. Uh, they were nice. I mean, really, same thing, too, with the, the Resident Evil series. Resident Evil started off really strong, and then I feel like it took a little... Um, it got kind of way di- too dip into to crazy, and then it it just yeah. it just survived. It got way too involved with like superhuman superpowers and like shit like that. Yeah, and it's, the whole it's like a, multiple Miliolovich characters. Uh, it's too much. It was such a shame because the game series, the majority of them are awesome. And yeah, I, I grew up playing them. I grew up getting scared by them, and then those movies came out, and I was like, "What happened?" And there's like ten of them. Yeah, there's a lot. There's, there's like a lot of Resident Evil, which is crazy. Because I feel like the first one didn't come out that long, and it probably came out in, like, 2001. If not earlier. Maybe. Who knows? Who truly knows? Now. But, um, wait, before you do that. Um, yes. Tell me. Talk to me. Now, there, there's the live-action movies, and then there's a series of animated movies that Resident Evil did. And those are actually, like, good. Animated? Yeah. Oh. They are actually, like, they actually were entertaining, and they were much better than the live-action. The first Resident Evil was really cool. Like, the live-action one. Yeah, because they it, it, it definitely dove more into, like, what the actual story was. Like, they had to put right. their, they, they they had put to put their e- little, yeah. like, twists and different names and stuff on it because they didn't... I, I don't think they wanted to pay, like, all the copyrights and stuff, but, you know, like, the original names in there weren't the ones that followed what was Right, 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 right. But they are making a series now for Netflix, apparently. Resident Evil? Mm-hmm. Bitch. Yeah. I'm That'll be good. so excited about that, actually. I did a little research, mm-hmm. and I wrote down... I wouldn't necessarily say my favorite horror movie, but a horror movie that I've seen from the every year since I've been born. Okay. And I want to start off with a good old 1994 classic, Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Have you seen it? I have not. So it's is it's actually is it that's what this list is. Yes. Now. Wes Craven's New Nightmare, let me give you a little brief synopsis, came out about 10 years after the first one. Okay. And it is probably one of the coolest ways of, like, life imitating art because Wes Craven is writing this new movie and everything suddenly starts happening and it's all real and she's going crazy. And then in the end, it's like, oh, it was just the movie. I'm sorry. Hold it back. Say what you want to say. I... Don't hold it back anymore. <laughs> Get closer I, to the I, I appreciate I appreciate where you're going. I was invested, but I saw your list and though it may or may not be on there, though it may not be on there, I I couldn't help but think about a a horror movie experience that was near and dear 
to Vince and I's heart, and that is the visit. That's not on the list, <laughs> but bitch. <laughs> that movie was that an M Night Shyamalan movie? It might have been. It that was actually been. not a bad horror movie. And honestly, the twist was good in that one. That was a good twist. So the a lot, twist a lot, of, a lot of horror movies don't have good twists. But, but it's 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 hard to appreciate a good horror movie when you're watching it. You're watching it. You're invested, and it's really quiet. You're really quiet, and it's really silly. It, like it's, it's not really silly, but it's really quiet. Intense. And it's intense, and the tension's building. And you're paying attention. Like, oh god, what's gonna happen? <gasps> and th- and then it happens. <laughs> Fucking grandma. Nigga, grandma. <laughs> And it's she wasn't true. naked. She was no, in a she, nightgown. I thought she was no. When she did the thing where she ran across the, the hall, she was in the nightgown. No, I think she might have been naked. I could have sworn there was saggy titty. Maybe, girl. Put a bra on. Get a little support. <laughs> but in, in the middle of the movie, um, you know, like we're sitting there. We're sitting there. It's quiet. Uh, it's nighttime. Me. It was spooky. There was like three or four. I was watching it, and it was just like you know we're sitting there. <laughs> and then in in the like there's stuff happening on the screen, and then. In the background, you just hear like the, and it's naked grandma. <laughs> naked grandma. Naked grandma. <laughs> that I, was. It, it you actually, know what it is. It was not that bad of a movie though. It actually was, and it was entertaining, and it was actually pretty solid. I'm gonna tell you a little something about horror movies. Tell me. I want to be scared. I want to be terrified to go to sleep. I want to be looking over my shoulder. I want to like be scared of the shadows in the night. I want to be scared. One thing that I hate is a lot of, like, new age horror will do this thing where it's, like, a super, like, build-up for scary. And then they hit you with a joke and, like, a funny punchline. So, like, the grandma running, like, that was hysterical. I mean, it might have been hysterical for us, but it probably was scary for, like, a two-year-old. At the same time, though, it definitely catches you off guard. Yeah, yeah. But it was just, it was just so silly. You know what I'm getting mixed up with? What? the naked grandma so i think I'm, I'm almost positive that you're right about the nightgown i think i'm getting the naked grandma mixed up with it too yes remember we ooh, remember we saw it then that was uh it was almost kind of the same thing because she goes to visit and then in the background it's just <laughs> I mean, like it's moving like the uh like the rubber man yeah 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 do you ever see that video <laughs> going to the trial la 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 store yeah, yeah yeah um and uh so that's not on my list because it or the visit both okay actually the next one on my list and they're both next to each other 1995 Candyman, and then 2020 is Candyman because i really am curious to see how how the two are a few characters from the original Candyman are i think are in the sequel not the sequel remake the new one the upcoming the upcoming tony todd he is a force to be reckoned with in the horror film like industry he was in uh he was obviously Candyman, the final destination he's been in a shit ton of horror movies he's just got a really creepy demeanor and the way he talks is very creepy almost like vincent price how vincent price was like Ooh. the original voice of, of horror you, you have to know who i'm talking about right tony todd i don't Candyman. i it do this a long time i know i Candyman. know Can- i know Candyman. i i don't know actors Candyman. by man i i heard you <laughs> John Candyman. Um, yeah, fuck with that one. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, it's been such a long time since I've seen Candyman. Um, but that is that Candyman and like Bloody Mary. Okay, are both like very. When I was a kid, were super scary to me. 
because it's just one of those things where it's just like they're there let me tell you i fucking wish i always thought hmm maybe i'll do it maybe i'll sit in the mirror i'll have i'll light a candle for the ambiance and i'll i'll say it three four five times whatever how many times you're supposed to say it there that's the thing it's like i think it's three well i think bloody mary is three and candy man is five or it could be backwards. Like, there's always someone, someone skews it up and, and switches it up, you know, telephone and all that stuff. But I would never actually, like, do the last. Like, I would probably say two and then be like, I'm not in the mood to die tonight. But as every day in 2020 goes on, bitch, you better le- believe it. Yeah, where's that third Bloody Mary? And then I'm just going to follow it with Bloody Mary. Uh, bitch. Uh, um, um, you know uh, um, what movie I saw for the first time pretty recently I'd say within the last two years that was uh, I, I think you would consider it a cult classic is Jeepers Creepers and uh, I good have, movie I have just to, along I have to say along with along with Halloween and I'll, I'll get to the point here along with Halloween Jeepers Creepers frustrated me to no end because because Every time they think the villain, whether it be the creeper or Mike Myers, is dead, they're just like, "Ugh, he's dead. Let's leave." No, if it's one thing I learned from first off from Zombieland, <laughs> did you ever see Zombieland? Yes, Love with Emma Stone, Jesse Eisenberg. Yes. Yep, is the double tap. The double tap. Double tap. You if if your if your target is knocked down, whether it be the creeper or Mike Myers, especially in the instances, especially in a uh, Jeepers Creepers, when they fucking run his ass over, yeah, and they just leave. No, 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 no. You you back up forward and backwards until you know that that guy's head is just gone. You do a burnout on that skull and the body, or you light it on fire or something. You flip the car on top of it's it. It's not and a spooky that- movie. However, it it. It's spooky. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Wonderful TV series. They have good Halloween episodes, actually. Now, in the season two premiere, Buffy takes a sledgehammer and, like, obliterates the skeleton of this vampire because they were trying to bring him back from the dead. Mm -hmm. That was like, you ain't coming back no more. Best believe that would be me in a horror movie. If If I made it that far where I got the killer down, I would not leave until they were decapitated. Until their limbs were cut off. Yeah. And until every body part was so far away from each other that there's no way that it could gen- like just magnetically attach back and heal. Because there's been so many cliches where it's like they're just like breathing heavy over the, it's the, the, horror, the dead body. It's the horror movie format. Right. They're, they bre- even... they're like sitting there breathing heavy over the dead body. Just, it's over. It's finally over. And they walk away and the camera like pans down and the hand like makes a fist or starts to move or something. Right. And here comes part two. And this is a great segue because one of the films that acknowledges this in 1996, Scream. At the end of the movie, um, Randy, Jamie Kennedy's character, says this is the moment where the supposedly dead killer comes back for one last scare. And Nev Campbell fucking kill shots that motherfucker in the forehead and goes, not in my movie. Same same energy. I'm bringing that same energy into a mm-hmm. horror movie. Not in my movie. <laughs> do you do you know that uh, that woman who like fixes my life? Um, she's got a show on like TLC or something. She's got a shaved head, and she's like, there's a there's a clip of her where she's at a table and she's like, not on my watch. 
I have no idea. What you're <laughs> I'm gonna have to show you that. If you know, if you know that meme, please let me know because not on my watch. Um, on that topic of the the double tap and taking out the killer, yes, classic horror movie icons. Who do you think you could take to bed? I'd. <laughs> that would how that's how I would die. Do you think that you would be able to deflect the killer by being like, "Come and get me, bitch! I'm gonna fuck you." <laughs> After you're done stabbing me and putting a gaping hole in my chest, can you put a gaping hole in my anus? Oh my god, that's disgusting. I'm. <laughs> I would probably be like one of the first five people dead, because. Knowing me, I would try to seduce my way out of it. And I would end up... Like Kelly Rowland, Freddy versus Jason. She totally tried to, like, do that. And then it didn't work. And she got fucked up. See, one one thing, like, in terms, in terms of classic horror movie villains and icons... There's so many to choose from. I, I feel like the ones that are feasible that an average Joe, whether, like you or myself or whoever else, could take down could only be like the actual human ones like mike myers leatherface nope mike myers superhuman strength for some reason have you seen how fast he can but walk see, that's just it superhuman strength for some reason if you are properly equipped like let's say you find yourself in a situation like in any of the movies where you actually find yourself in like a shed and you can get yourself like an axe a machete uh a you shovel, have to have good coordination and a aim. shovel but see, if you have yourself, like, if you find yourself with, like, a garden tool, a shovel, I'm sorry to say, like, a shovel has a lot more, you know, distance than a knife. A knife. And he has just a kitchen knife. Like, I get you know it's probably, what? like, the length of this bottle. But, but, here's the thing about it, is I've thought about this a lot, because okay. I always want to try and be prepared. You're very passionate about this. I want to know. Um, what ends up happening is the hero, or the main character in movies, what they do with those kinds of characters, whether it be Jason, Leatherface... Uh, Mike Myers, any human, the the um, final girl. What's the guy from Scream called? Ghostface. Ghostface. They never go for the legs. <laughs> yeah, it's very weird. They... If you, if you, let's say, like I said, if you have yourself a shovel, a baseball bat, or something with a Monica little Lewinsky, bit of, that bitch, a little bit of distance. Monica Lewinsky is definitely not who you're talking about. Nope, you're absolutely right, Nancy Kerrigan. <laughs> I mean, you and Monica Lewinsky, somebody. You would try to blow your way out of it. I told you I would. I told you I'd try to. I would totally try to Monica Lewinsky would, my way out of it. You would be the person. No, like, I met Nancy Kerrigan with the pipe. You would, you would be the person, like, sitting there with, with your bat. Just like, I'd have okay. a giant doll, though. A giant hard doll, though. You would, you would have a baseball I'm just going to beat somebody up with this little hand. <laughs> you, would, you, would have, you would have a baseball tip with a mushroom. A baseball bat with a mushroom tip. Like, okay. Fully if, lubed. If I miss, I'm just going to go in mouth open. <laughs> but that's the thing about it. If if somebody had that instance where, like, because what always ended up happening is they'd be behind the corner, they'd be behind the corner waiting. And they'd be waiting, 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 yeah, waiting, waiting, <laughs> waiting. And they take one good hit and they conk the guy in the head. They go down and that's the end of it. They're like, I did it. And they leave. And they fucking run. And then they get found. All they have to do at that point, you successfully knock down your attacker. You keep going. Or you take them out at the knees. You knock. You know. I don't care how superhuman strong you are. You ain't getting back from you're kneecap. You're a human, and if someone blows out your kneecap, you're, you're not done. You're done. Yeah, you're, you're done. Not, you're not you're done. For, you're done, kid. Trust me. In my family, we don't do it the old-fashioned way. 
I'm gonna take your fucking knees out. <laughs> it's a horrible Italian mobster accent. Wasn't it's like it? a very, very out of breath Marlon Brando. <laughs> like it like serves you, me you right. Fi- you finish what you're talking, and then you take the oxygen mask. And... No, let me come and tell you about like <laughs> about Big Zidi. It's it's like old man Jenkins and Marlon Brando. <laughs> <laughs> My thing with with killers is there's some things where it's like how 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 are you suddenly so petrified in fear i'll tell you who i could take fucking good guy doll chucky i'm gonna give that guy a swift kick knock his ass down yeah he's a doll he's a doll i mean it's it's one thing if he's armed if he has a knife he's a force to be reckoned with because he's quick he's got short legs so he can't move distance unless he's running at super fast times but Baseball bat, bitch. I'm not gonna home run out. What are you but talking about? At the same time, you have to also consider the mystical factor. That's why, like, with like the human killer, you have Ghostface, you have uh, Freddy, you have Jason, nope. you have Freddy is in your dreams. You can't fight him. Sorry, not Freddy. Uh, Mike Myers, Jason, um, Leatherface. Leatherface is one who scares me because not only is he total psycho, he's fast, he's psychotic, and I don't know if you've ever held a chainsaw, but moving a chainsaw quickly. That's hard. You gotta have hard. You gotta be like strength. Yeah, and that dude doesn't stop coming. Coming. <laughs> I hate you. Now, when it comes to your other classic horror icons like Freddy, I would not stand a chance. Absolutely not. Unless I had control of my own dreams, and he was like, "I'm coming to get you." I was like, "Oh yeah, well, guess Lucid what? Lucid dreaming. Guess what? I'm Optimus Prime now. Guess what? <laughs> Here I come, bitch. And you, you know, like blow him in half with your laser gun because you're a transformer." It's two different stories. Like, if, if I'm me in my dreams, just, like, trying to run, I'm going to make it 30 feet before I'm out of breath, and he's just going to whoop right through my fucking sternum. Absolutely. But if I'm in control of my dreams, yeah, I'm going to turn myself into fucking Superman or, again, Optimus Prime. Wow. And I'm going to run his ass over. <laughs> How many of the Nightmare on Elm Streets have you seen? Because there's a few. Two? Okay. And the Simpsons parody. The Simpsons have a parody of that? Yeah, Treehouse of Horror they do. Where, where they, they make Willie... They make Willie uh, Freddy. Oh, I have to watch this now. It's a good one. In the third one, Nightmare on Elm Street, Dream Warrior. That is when the first final girl from the first movie comes back and helps all these kids who are having the same nightmares as she was. And she's trying to help teach them control their dreams. And the one girl, she's like, in my dreams, I'm beautiful and bad with like little fucking switchblades and shit and I'm like girl the mohawk is cute it's a look but what else is there what like what else you got going on and then this one guy his character is in a wheelchair in the movie and then in his dreams he's a wizard with like all these magical powers they both got killed they're not doing it right they're not doing it right you gotta know how to do it right I'll tell you who I probably could have taken and I know what you did last summer. That guy. The fucking fisherman. He's another human. You're right. And like, okay, you're creepy and weird. And like, maybe I don't know what the fuck you look like. But once I know what you look like, like I'm not going to be like, what are you waiting for? No, I'm going to find you. I'm going to fucking bust your kneecaps out. I'm going to cut off your other hand. You know, you know who could probably take down most or any just regular human killers? Kevin McAllister. <laughs> Macaulay Culkin, absolutely. <laughs> From Home Alone? A thousand percentile. If he can take down... If he could take down home invaders, I'm sure he could take down he a superhero t- they killer. Were tr- they were trying to kill him. The wet bandits and or sticky bandits, they were trying to kill him. And they got taken down. 
by a series of booby traps. And if you're telling me that if Mike Myers or uh, I know what you did last summer guy, Ghostface, they're trying to go after a booby trapped house, they're not going to make it. Well, in the first Nightmare on Elm Street, Heather, um, oh my God, Nancy, I was calling her by her real name, her government, Nancy, before she goes to sleep to try to bring Freddy out of her dreams into reality, sets up a whole house of booby traps. Mm-hmm. And she fucks them up real good. There you go. But she was locked in her house, so she couldn't run out. Mm-hmm. As her father, who's a cop, is across the street, checking in on the murder of her dead boyfriend, R.I.P. Johnny Depp's character. I forgot what his name was. I think that was his first movie role, Let's actually. Let's just say his name was Octavius. Octavius. Um. <laughs> Someone who you can't escape is just death. True. And probably one of the scariest film franchises, even though it started getting super outlandish, Final Destination. Final Destination, yeah. Final Destination, I don't like driving on highways some days. I stop, I would never go to a tanning bed, that, a lay down tanning bed, ever. I didn't go on roller coasters for a long time after that. I still don't like roller coasters. And that was before Final Destination. I am not mm-hmm. a fan. Um, now, if if I could, yes. Um, one thing I don't find very like appealing about the horror franchise is when people, directors and stuff, they go for shock value. I where know they they bring you in just to make you go Ugh. like those commercials where like they see the crowd and like they have the night vision and the films the reactions and stuff like yeah. This- <gasps> The gasps yeah, of, yeah. like, Paranormal like, Activity, paranormal girl. Activity. That um, was the ho- that was all about jump scares. You want to know what the scariest part of that movie actually was for me? What's that? The beginning. Started. <laughs> that was it. It was so bad. No, um, no. I, I, actually, there's a part in the first one where they had a Ouija board out. Yeah. And then it just, like, catches on fire. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh, that was creepy as fuck. You want to talk about a movie that does things for shock value? Soft? Actually, not really. Soft? Shock. Shock. Oh, you said yeah. I said I saw. Know. Oh, saw. Um, I mean, yeah. Saw. The first two were okay. Yeah. Now, before we continue, we did just talk about this. What? Saw? Yeah. We did. Yeah. Absolutely. It, the first two were good. The first two were good. And then the rest of them it, it became started like a, getting it, outlandish. It became like a crime drama after that. It's, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to play a game? Anyway. Um, Do you want to play with these nuts? One thing um, that I, I've been thinking about actually was um, – oh, actually, before I get into it, very recently, yes, uh, Marvel, they did New Mutants, which is a kind of like a horror movie take on the X-Men. Ooh. I've been meaning to see it. Okay. I haven't heard Didn't anything about Didn't even hear it. about this. I haven't it, – it got delayed like seven times. Oh. Um, I haven't heard much about it, but – I know what I've been told is, like, don't expect an X-Men movie, but it's supposed to be, like, a um, a little bit more of a horror movie sp- um, spinoff. And they're also working on um, the new Doctor Strange, which is Doctor Strange and Scarlet Witch. And that's supposed to be, like, a true Marvel horror movie. Ooh. So I'm very excited about that. And then they're also cool. revamping Blade, which is the vampire. Really? The, the vampire. I vampire. did like Blade. And is Wesley Snipes going to be in it? It's not Wesley Snipes. It's actually... Um, Oh god, I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce his first name. It's Idris uh, Elba? Huh? no, it's not Idris Elba. It's um something Ali Ma Ma Mahshir. Fuck. Um, I'm gonna look it up because I'm gonna butcher it. I know for sure. You look it up, and I'm gonna tell you. You wanna yeah. know? Um, you like zombie movies? I actually like movies that have a realistic approach to them. And probably one of the weirdest movies that ever fucked me up to list like to watch was The Strangers. 
The Strangers was fucked up. The did Strangers you see part was two. I did. I didn't care for the second one. I was gonna say it was terrible. Let's talk about part one. Let's talk about part one. Part one. It was just very interesting because there was this just weird like. I, I don't even like I don't want to say like melancholy, but it was just very like it was the ominous. Like, it was very silence. slow and just quiet and not a lot of like. And that's the thing is not a lot of jump scares. You had the person hiding in the window and like <gasps> that caught you off guard, but it wasn't like the loud crash sound and, right. and all this stuff. And then just the, them asking why and the person saying because you were home. Mm-hmm. That's some scary shit because that could happen any fucking time, any time. Uh, forgive me on the pronunciation, Ma- Mahershala Ali. Mahershala, okay. He uh, he was very recently, I mean, I, I am not very familiar with a lot of his work, but he was um, one of the villains in the Luke Cage series, Ooh. and he was great. In fact, Luke Cage, season one and two, I loved both. They were great, honestly. Um, very excited to see his take on Blade. Uh, it will be interesting to see him do Wesley Snipes justice, because Wesley Snipes... Iconic. Not only that, but he actually also is a trained martial artist. So he really, had, yeah. So he, I'm pretty sure he did a lot of his own stunts in that movie. I do have to say that one and two were great, in my opinion. You didn't like Blade Trinity. I wasn't a fan of three. Oh, Ryan Reynolds has my heart. So <laughs> it's the only reason. That's the only reason why that movie's any any tiniest bit of like stomachable. Ryan Reynolds. Same thing with Scream Three. Scream Three had a horrible like plot going on Parker Posey saved it for me okay now and that's let's talk about a movie that has absolutely horrible reviews but it's a fantastic movie oh god it is absolutely wonderful and it's more of a campy horror movie and I love it so much is it Sleepaway Camp? no okay it's Jennifer's Body that's the Megan Fox movie? yes okay I never saw that one girl 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 that movie, so underrated. If you haven't seen Jennifer's Body, you need to look at it at a, from a different standpoint because it's really like a movie about best friends and it, they were marketing it as like the hot girl gets revenge on guys and it just failed miserably. Okay. But it's such a fun movie. There's so many, like, it, it's fun because they talk so sarcastically to each other. It's a little... Probably wouldn't, you know, get released today. But Diablo yeah. Cody, that was her follow-up to Juno. Interesting. And it bombed. Mm. But, like, her first movie, she did Juno, and she won an Oscar. So everything was going to be a downhill Wait, from there. Who's Diablo Cody? The director and writer. Oh, okay. Because I was like, that definitely wasn't the girl who played Juno. No, that's Ellen Page. Ellen Page, yeah, Diablo yeah. Cody was the writer of Juno. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you saw... Uh, it was a Netflix horror movie. I actually thought it was pretty solid. Um, Ooh. It was called Terrifier. Huh. It had that... It was the clown. He was uh, in, like, the black and white uh, makeup. Clowns are always creepy. Well, he... He's... Because he doesn't talk. He doesn't make any noises. But he just, like, sits there and he'll watch you. And he'll, like, smile. I'll just fuck with you. Hmm. Also, a little bit more grotesque than I expected. Okay. But honestly, like, not bad. The thing with horror movies is that, like, they keep trying to reinvent killing. Well, that's that's just it right there. You said it. They keep trying too hard. Yeah, they're doing too. They're doing the most. Do less. I mean, let's bring it here. Not even that, but like, I like I like a realistic kill, and you don't have to always do like a bucket of blood everywhere. Right, unless you're Tarantino. <laughs> oh my god, like, kill. I don't know if you can consider Kill Bill like a horror movie, but. 
um well, that scene talking, with the crazy 88 I'm just talking the blood everywhere yeah but i mean it, it also too like there are moments where like you can be cheesy but yes. you don't have to be like where we're like uh I saw a clip show, actually, of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yes. And I want to use that as an example because she'll say, like, a little quip. As she's be like, doing this is the end of the line for you, bucko. And okay. throw a spear from 800 feet away, and it's made of silver, just through the heart mm-hmm. of the vampire. And they're like, Yeah. Yeah. That, it's always been very campy with the puns on Buffy. And I, I can be very, very appreciative of that. <laughs> I like a good pun. However, oh, they sometimes they just do... It's sometimes like you're you're teetering between like again comedy and like tackiness. Yeah, you gotta you gotta ring. What's crazy is how many like horror franchises start off so serious, and then as it goes on, they become more campy and comedy than yeah. horror. Freddy Krueger that happened with the Nightmare on Elm Street yeah, franchise. Got, got, like comedic, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. The Leprechaun franchise didn't see that. Leprechaun franchise. Of unfortunate child's play and like Bride of Chucky, it was yeah. a whole new genre. You of know, movie. you know what movie ended up? If you look at it in real life, what became a horror movie? What? Willy Wonka. That is an actual horror movie. That is definitely a horror movie. Um, because, both Willy Wonka and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Because that dude just watches kids die, and he's just like, Bop, whatever. <laughs> he's like, huh, what a show. You become <laughs> chocolate now, Augustus. Ooh, ba, do, ba. Do buddy do. Um, let's talk about a, have you. Let's talk about a movie that we watched together. Is it the Green Inferno? Yes. How did you know? I How did you know? I actually wanted to talk about. Oh that, my god! Because I was talking about that movie the other day. That movie's fucked up. That movie is very fucked up. That movie's very fucked up, and that's why I'll never do anything charitable in both my time because that's, um, that's a lot. Uh, Eli Roth. That's what he's known for. It's yeah, like that very, hostel, very gruesome. Yeah, hostel. I really didn't care for. Like hostel, I feel like the story. The first one was good. I, it's just, it's just like yeah, here like here it is, and here's a lot of ew. You want to know what's scary like, about hostel though? Is like hostel could happen. Like there's okay, hostels yeah. in in all these other countries, and well, they could also, have some type of a deal ho- with whatever. If, if you really think about it, like hostel could happen the same way Taken happened. Yeah. Or any anybody could just be like, oh yeah, get in my cab, we'll I share like, it, whatever. I like a horror movie that is just out of touch with reality, just by like a hair. Mm-hmm. It's 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 just a little bit too much that it couldn't really happen, but mm, maybe it could. Yeah. Movie that was absolutely fucking stupid, and um, Katie, if you're listening to this, sorry. Cabin in the Woods. Do you ever see Cabin in the Woods, the original or the remake? That's a remake. Is Cabin in the Woods the one where they? Uh... It's like the, the flesh-eating bacteria in the water. Mm, that's a, that's a different. That's one. cabin fever. Yeah, that's cabin, cabin fever. Cabin in the woods is with the, where they're like being watched, right? There, it's like a group of, of partying teenagers, like and then they turn in, they turn into like these cliche versions of themselves, and it's a simulation where people underground are sacrificing them to some like huge god, and mm. it's whatever to keep them at bay for however many fucking years. You know, it was actually a pretty solid series of movies. Um, what? I shouldn't say series of movies, but movies where people get trapped and forced to do things, like the Truth or Dare series. Huh. There's also one, I don't remember what it was called, but um, it's it's like people go to a dinner, and then they get locked in the room, and uh, it was Would You Rather. I was just going to say, was it Would You Rather? Would You Rather. That movie fucked me up a little bit, because that is a very insane scenario, which I also believe 
it's kind of like almost play, like uh, the most dangerous game mm-hmm. where you think you're on vacation, you're having a nice dinner, it's an island, and it's like, by the way, I'm going to give you 24 hours. I know this island in and out. Uh, I'm going to hunt you. I'm going to be on my ATV with my rifle. If I find you, you will die. If you exceed the time limit, you get to live. And you might win a cash prize or something. I don't remember. But that kind of shit. Because, let's face it, rich people, I think they're all pretty crazy. Probably one of one of the movies that was interesting as to touch on that with rich people the purge the never, purge series i never saw a single one of those the first one was interesting does it, have, does it have to do with rich people or does it have to do well with... so like it obviously if you know the premise of the purge then you know what's going on in the movies but in in the purge like rich people will like go out and kill people like poor people is it rich versus poor i thought it was just everybody versus everybody it's everyone versus everybody but like there's like an elite group of like rich people who will hunt out poor people to kill for their own enjoyment because they can on that night Interesting. Okay. I think in the second one, it was uh, more prevalent. Because there's like six of them, right? There's a few. There's yeah. a TV show. Is it really? Mm-hmm. They shot it in Staten Island. Oh, yeah. It was almost an extra. Almost. Ooh. a celebrity over here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, girl. You better redneck it nice. Now, let's wrap things up. Give me your favorite scary movie. And your least favorite scary movie. I feel like I already did that. <laughs> did you? The Happening. That's different. Like, that's a movie that you hate, but, like, is there any other ones that you don't like? What's your favorite, though? You didn't tell me your favorite. I don't know if I have a favorite. I mean, I have to Come think. on, man. Are we, are we talking, like, favorite classic icon or just, like, favorite Just scary? favorite, favorite Halloween movie. Favorite movie to watch around Halloween. Spooky season. Spooky season. Um, I don't know. I kind of feel like I don't have a favorite. I mean, there, there's definitely some that I've been bored and I've watched that caught me off guard is like very interesting. Um, what lies below or what lies beneath or what? No. Um, fuck. What's it called? It's part of a. It's part of a saying. Um, as above, so below, or something like that. It's it's where like a bunch of teenagers go into the catacombs of France, like the boneyard. Oh, I think I've seen that. That movie was pretty interesting. I thought the movie was called Catacombs. No. There's a movie called Catacombs. Pink is in it. Yeah, there's a a different movie. And then also, um, I think this might have been another Eli Roth movie. I could be wrong. The Descent, where they go like cave exploring. And that that fucks me up because it's very claustrophobic. And it ties back to what we talked about that one time with like anxiety and watching people dive through like caves, Mm -hmm. not knowing what's on the other side. Right. That it gave me some a little bit of anxiety watching some of that shit um but in terms of movies disliking uh i'm sure you heard me say it once or you'll hear me say it again you'll hear me say it several times hereditary just very low on that totally list. missed the mark it totally missed the mark very and i had such high list. hopes for tony collette uh midsummer is also down there really like not just could not get into it man like i i do want you to watch it because it is that bizarre <laughs> I don't want to watch it because I know it's gonna suck. You, I want, I need to know your opinion though, and I will rewatch it with you. Uh, we'll see about that. We'll see about that. It is very hard to find three hours of time though. Yeah, three hours. That's a time, long time. Three hours of time, you're willing to be like, well, let's see what this is about. Yeah, I don't know if I'm really like all in for all that. Yeah. Probably one of my least favorite horror movies that I've ever seen. It's called It Follows. 
Oh, yeah. It was bad. Is that the one where it's like an STD, but it's yes. <laughs> is a sexually transmitted demon? Yes, sexually, sexually transmitted, transmitted ghost, demon. demon thing, yes. Yeah, no, and not an STG, STD, sexually transmitted demon. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't understand, like, why it was such a flop. It really had, like, such promise, but at the same time, it's like... A poor execution. Yeah. Poor execution. Poor execution. Yeah. A lot of movies have poor execution, and they'd be so much, so much better... One that I will say is a favorite of mine is on the table today, and it's called Disturbia. Is that the one with Shia LaBeouf? Yes. I like it because it's very remnants, reminiscent of um, Rear Window, which is a classic Alfred Hitchcock movie. That's what the wheelchair... And he's Yeah, and he's yeah. watching from his window, yes. That similar kind of parallels, I, I like that. Mm-hmm. I, like, I like when things take it's elements like a, from a movie it's like but it's homage. not a remake it's like an homage yes yeah. absolutely in honor of if you would in honor of yes yes i agree and let's end this episode by asking everyone listening what's your favorite scary oh, movie yeah can you please like if if you're gonna interact with us on anything let us know your favorite scary movie your least favorite scary movie your favorite genre what's your favorite scary movie there you go And that's it, everyone. Join us next week. Stay spooky. Ooh.